We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Team owner Robert Kraft, team president Jonathan Kraft have a meeting with Bill Belichick. This is currently scheduled for Monday. And they're going to be looking for some answers as to why things have fallen off so dramatically this season. Robert Kraft has been very disappointed with the way this season has unfolded naturally. And people that are close to him relay to me that that disappointment has been so extreme to the point that he has strongly considered moving on from Belichick. But these people also tell me, Greeny, that no decision has been made at this point, And that's why this final meeting will be so important. How's Mike Reese on Get Up this morning discussing Bill Belichick and his future? Uh, Sounds like a meeting will take place, according to him, between Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick. Can Bill change any minds? No decision made, according to Reese, but there's a strong indication of which way they're going to lean. It's the final hour. Of Jones and Mego with Arkan. We'll get to Meg explaining at 5.30. We have bet roulettes and picks for tonight at 5.45. We'll continue to pick away what? The Meg explaining we have is one that right before we started the show, we were walking out of the office in the back, and Arkan goes, hey, if you don't have a Meg explaining yet, look at this. And I said, that's Meg explaining. <laughs> Oh, I've wow. been preparing it. We mind nice. melded on that one. Nice. We did. Okay, good. So Arcan with an assist on this Meg's planning. Coming up uh, about 25 minutes from now. We'll continue to pick our way through the calendar. She'd already picked it. I didn't assist her. It's oh, okay. I, you can have the hockey assist. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I misunderstood. I thought Arcan brought it up to you and you're like, boom, this is it. You already no, had it. I and then like, Arcan also was like, yes, great. Yes. I see. I didn't understand. I gotcha. Got it. So that's at 530. Uh, We'll continue to pick our way through the Callahan and Kide story. I want to get in how the Patriots are going to handle this game this weekend. But Mike Reese had more on Get Up this morning. How about the idea, and we've kicked this around a lot, about whether or not Bill would relinquish power and allow a personnel guy to come in above him. Would he be amenable to that? I don't believe so, but Mike Reese wouldn't rule it out. It has been brought up multiple times here that Kraft might suggest to Belichick, you keep coaching the team, but we want to bring someone else in to handle the personnel. I don't know Bill one millionth as well as you do, but my sense is that Bill would tell him to stick that where the sun doesn't shine, although probably a lot nicer. What what would be your sense of of that whole situation? Hard to know, Greeny. You know, I think about it. He's got his two sons on the coaching staff. You just don't know how he feels about being here. If he wants to be here, I could see a scenario where they're talking in this meeting and Bill says, if we can agree on someone that you know, can help me in that area. Here are some of my shortcomings. Bill Belichick would not surprise me if he did go along with that, Greeny. Okay. So he says it wouldn't surprise him, but you have to assume Bill wants to stay. Like, Reese did keep circling back to that. Mego, you pointed this out earlier. Reese was like, well, who knows if he wants to stay? Which is an interesting thing that Mike Reese kept throwing in there. He's like, well, if he wants to stay, I could see it, but maybe he doesn't want to stay. Has, which, has Mike Reese heard something? Well, 
I wonder, and again, th- this to me has made sense too, because if I'm Belichick, and this is all, this is as far as I think about things. I don't talk to anybody. I don't have more than a dozen sources like Andrew Callahan and Doug Kide in the Herald, or how many sources Mike Reese has down there and who he talks to, or Curran or anybody else. But if I were Bill Belichick, would I even want to come back to this? Like, yeah, it's great. He has a boat on Nantucket and a house on Nantucket, you know, that his ex won't leave. And, you know, his kids are on staff and all these things. But it's like, you can go have a boat somewhere else. You can bring your kids on staff somewhere else. And it doesn't have to be the disaster that the last two years have been. You can restart the clock. You could start over again. Maybe you can start over again in a place with real talent and, like, skip the team building. Like, if I were Bill, I just wouldn't want to come back to this. And I felt that way for a while, but it feels a lot different when Reese wonders that aloud. I think it's interesting that he starts it off there by saying if he wants to come back. And I think it's probably about the options that Bill Belichick has. So if his options are Panthers, then he probably wants to go back to New England. You know, if yeah, his no, options, as Arkan said this earlier, no first round pick, his, horrible roster. If his options are Chargers, maybe Dallas. Maybe somebody else from the NFC. Maybe somebody else from another division. Then, mm-hmm. then you start going. Well, I'm leaving the door open, and well, I'm not necessarily going in hat in hand and saying, "Take away my personnel power." I'm willing to work with somebody with new ideas. Let's stick with the Josina Anderson report from today. She said NFC South teams, plural: Carolina, Tampa, Atlanta, maybe New Orleans. Are any of those interesting to Bill? Uh, probably. I think Tampa is interesting. Like, I, I initially very much hand-waved away Tampa. I'm like, why would he want to follow the Brady? Brady thing. That's the worst place for him to go. The more I think about it, like, if you're Bill and you're you're just, you have this deep belief in yourself that you still got it. And a massive ego. And a, and we know he has that. Well, go to Tampa and win in Tampa, and then you, you really can erase, or at least match, erase isn't the right word. Equalize. Match what Match what Brady did and, and equalize it and equal the score. And, like... Equalize. Maybe the more I think about it, that makes a lot. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have brushed that aside so quickly, Arkan. Well, I think the NFC South in general kind of has an advantage for someone like Bill Belichick because the division blows. The division sucks. You don't it have does. to beat the Chiefs. You don't it's have true. to beat. You know, like you don't have to beat these like good teams. If you go to the NFC East, then you got to beat Dallas or Philly or these other teams. You go to the South, you could get in the playoffs with eight and, wins. And the Glazers are the kind of team that has, well, number one, traded for a head coach. They did it a long time ago with Gruden. Uh, They did it with Bruce Arians. So they've done it, number one. It's the NFC, which is good for Kraft. Like, maybe this Josina Anderson report aligns with the idea of trading Bill, which I also have kind of dismissed of late. I'm like, I feel like we're too late to all of a sudden trade Bill. But maybe it aligns with that, uh, or at least some of the motivation for Robert Kraft. Uh, And speaking of Kraft, I thought Phil Perry wrote something very interesting at NBC Sports Boston. Yesterday, uh, we were going to talk more about this today, but, you know, the the Callahan and, and Kide story in the Herald kind of bumped it to the side. Uh, he wrote about the idea of Robert Kraft coming downstairs and telling Bill to tank for this game. One mm-hmm. game left, lose to the Jets. Ensure, as much as you can, our draft positioning. Uh, here's what he wrote. Part of Kraft's reasoning for not inserting himself into game day decisions may be in order to avoid a difficult conversation with Belichick, and that relationship as the season winds down should be handled with care. But... With information still to be determined on some younger players, with the 2024 team building approaching, and with the availability of a potential franchise quarterback in the draft at stake, Kraft couldn't be blamed if he were to knock on his head coach's door and make a request for Sunday. I don't know if Kraft would do it, Mego. Should he do that? Should he say, Bill, why don't you sit down Barmore? Let's get a look at Keon White. Like, more of a look at Keon White. 
Or, hey, you know, why don't you sit down, Zeke? I want to see more Kevin Harris. It's like things like that. And the inference is very clear. Should Robert Kraft do that to secure getting the number two pick over the number five pick or, or secure it as much as you can? Yes, I think he should. I think he should. The opportunity is so big going into the draft, and this little game is so meaningless to most people. I just think that he should also be prepared for Bill Belichick to turn around and go, hey, explain to me what's in it for me then. Because am I going to be here next year? If you're telling me tomorrow, saying this on Sunday or Saturday, telling me two days from now that I'm not going to be here next year, what's in it for me? Because I have to do if I don't. (laughs) It's my last game with the program that I helped you build at home in front of my fans against the team that I hate. And you're just going to cut me loose. So, so, and I have a wins record. I'm going for this is another win I could have. I just wonder if Bill would relish trying to win with even lesser players against the Jets. Like, I feel like Bill would take that out. Like, oh, Robert, you don't think I can? Like, Bill would still try to win. And like, Bill tells none of his assistants to report for the day. To me, that'd be perfect. He's alone on the sideline. Robert says, sit everybody down, and Bill still tries to win. And he tries like hell to beat the Jets. And we find out if he can with Kevin Harris and, and you know other castoffs. Like, great. Like, Bill might still be able to do that. I have no idea. The Jets are terrible. So I I think Robert Kraft absolutely should do that. He shouldn't do that in the middle of November. But with one game to go and everything's decided and there's nothing at stake. It's not like you can knock the Jets out of the playoffs or the Jets are going to impact somebody else's play. Like, nothing else is impacted. This is a meaningless game in the NFL. So, yeah, lay down and try to improve your draft position. He should do that. You have to bench a lot of people. Because just think about all the upcoming free agents that they have who want one last chance to show, yeah, we sure. suck this year, just but bench, look just, at me. Like just bench, Henry and, I was know. gonna say bench the good ones. They don't really have any good ones. Just bench the best of what you got. You can't sit everybody down. I get that. But bench the best of what you got. Bench Duggar, bench Uche, bench Henry, bench yes. all those guys. Yes, 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 yes. Mm. Yes. It's not hey, doing them any favors. Hunter Henry, don't rush back from your injury. We already know they're sitting down Trent Brown. Like, he's a wall. Jabril Peppers just said in the locker room that he intends to play. Just oh, he now. is intending to play. Yeah. I, I, maybe I read that backwards. I thought he was out, is what I had read. Um, oh, let me double check No, 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 no. I'm sure Sorry. you're right. I glanced at it. I don't, look, I, at the end of the day, I don't really care all that much. The game is meaningless. Trent Brown's like, I want to play. Yeah, whether Julia, uh, uh, Jabril Peppers, rather, uh, goes out there and decides to play. So, yeah, he said he plans on playing this weekend. Yeah, again, whatever. I wouldn't play him. Uh, but they've been just fine without him. They won two weeks ago without him. So when it comes to uh, the handling on the field uh, by the fan base, I am curious what sort of message there is from Bill Belichick, uh, to Bill Belichick, rather, from the fans, from the in-game staff. You know, is he on the Jumbotron? It, it, more than usual, less than usual. That may tell us something as well, as Curran suggested. He also brought this up, and I don't know why I hadn't thought about this. Like, does Bill do anything on his own? Off the walking off the field, like does Bill just do his normal thing? Goes over and shakes Robert Sala's hand, or does Bill do a little something to let you know, like, hey, you know, uh, hey, thanks for the memories, you know, like I don't know how he Bill gives would... a thumbs up yeah, to the crowd. I don't know, like he's like, you know, I'm living on a prayer, guys. He like he you know, he's, <laughs> he throws on like a Bon Jovi jacket or something, you know, a jean jacket on his way off the field. Like, is there a way for Bill? And I don't know what it would be. To give you an idea, like a, a recognition, especially if, if it's like a, some standing ovation as he's coming off the field in the snow against the Jets, is there some way for Bill to acknowledge it where, hey, we don't need to hear about this meeting between Belichick and Kraft. We know based on Bill's actions. I think he turns a 360, gives a little wave to the crowd. I mean, this is what Curran suggested. I don't know why off. you're being so dismissive. That's I'm what not Curran being said. dismissive. I'm just trying to picture it in my mind. I can see it. I just think... 
I think it'll be a little bit more emotional than I expect because I think there is going to be a long standing right. ovation. Can Bill emote? That's what we're going to. Can Bill emote? Yes. I'm not sure. I think he will. I'm very curious to find that out. I think it'll be very understated. Very Bill. But a little wave. One tier. One tier. It oh, just, that just, would stoic. It just trickles very slowly. And then it freezes on his face. And he's like, <laughs> oh, now everyone can see He, it. like, won't let go of Robert Sala at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he rings. Yeah, just walks it. off. Walks off, fist pump. Yeah, I like that. Frozen in time. That's the way to do it. They can do an ad like with Brady. Is he going into the stadium or out of the stadium? Remember that? <laughs> I do. Oh, I, our kid, I think we spent a full show trying to break I think that down. We spent down. a whole month. I, a long time trying to break that down. <laughs> Look at which way his left foot is pointing. No, I mean, we did it. He's Trust wearing me, we, the watch on his other hand, and everybody knows he wears his watch on his it's left hand. Not, Trust me, we did it. It's not going to be a good look when Joe Judge like wraps himself around his ankle <laughs> and Bill's trying to walk off the field. So I just, I, I wonder if we get some of that. And I hadn't really thought about if Bill's going to give you a little something. Like, I thought about the, the Jumbotron and the in-game stat, and certainly the fans. Fans might take it upon themselves, whether they know or not, to just give them a standing O. If you're going down there, you might as well. What else are you doing? It's a meaningless game. You're in the snow, you know, freezing your nuts off. And so you might as well just give him some sort of send-off just in case. If he's back next year, oh, well, no harm, no foul. And if he's gone, you got to be there for that moment. And so I am curious about that. How should the Patriots handle it? Uh, will there be anything different on Sunday? Uh, in terms of game operations, 617-779-7937. We have a mind meld of a Megsplaining coming up? We do. It's about something that happened at a Duncan, and it was not good, and there's a lawsuit involved. Okay, well, we'll get to that right after Trending with Arkin. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I want to talk about the two goalies. I don't think it matters who comes first. Trust me, it matters. Jones and Mego. It matters. How do you see that game, the atmosphere around that game, potentially going on Sunday? I think it would be really interesting to hear what the in-stadium DJ or video board operator, what kind of instructions they're given. A lot of Bon Jovi. If any. <laughs> yeah, well, Bon Jovi, or are we going to spend a lot of time putting Bill up on the big screen? More than usual. Less than usual. How will the fans react to that? I would imagine that there'll be a big segment of fans who are season ticket holders and who would go out there in the snow, have been doing it for a long time, and they are very thankful to Bill for everything he provided. And regardless of any missteps or agitations that they had about a team that's 4-11 and or 12 taking the field, they're going to show their appreciation. What I'm curious about is, is how Bill leaves the field. Is, is there any recognition at all? Was he got his foot up? Handshake the fella and just walks right off. Don't you, don't, 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 
How does Bill handle it? Well, maybe he'll give you a little something. Twitch chat says, uh, yeah, Jones, he's going to be uh, all emotional and blow kisses. Or was that a text? I'm sorry, it was a text. At 37937. Yeah, he's going to blow kisses to the fans. Give me a break. I don't know. He's going to run around, slap five like Yaz. Yeah, he's you know? yeah, just running around, <laughs> high-fiving everybody. Maybe he just shakes his butt at everyone. I mean, I can tell you what. I'm going to Tampa. I'm much more like interested in that. Angel. Yeah, I'm just more much much more interested in that than the game, right? Like, I mean, who cares about the game? I mean, I want them well, to they, lose yeah, so the they have the better has draft some pick. Implications. But like, but I don't care about. I just care about the result. I don't care about the game. I care about the result. Like, wake me up and let me know if they won or lost. But the Belichick stuff in the middle, and I was talking about in-game stuff, meaning if you're in the stadium. But Arkham brought up the broadcast. Like, how do they handle it? Talk about it nonstop. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, do they have the green light to do that? I think that would be telling. Who's if they, the booth? If they talk about it nonstop, it's, uh, oh, hey, I saw Goma this. No, 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 no. I no. saw it. Uh, Chris Myers. Uh, Robert Smith? Yes, from The Cure. Robert Smith. <laughs> is oh, it that would be emotional. Is it the f- former running back? Robert uh, Smith? Yeah, Robert Smith. The guy who used to talk college football on ESPN, that guy? <laughs> I think so. Jesus. I didn't even know he did games. Like, who's on vacation this that, week? That's how that's how far down we are when it comes to these broadcast teams. And somebody else is on the call. Ryan dropped that in earlier. So, like, do they have the green light? Because you know the broadcast stuff is like Kraft's baby. So, like, do they have the green light to go all in on Bill and his future? Is this even, like, a savvy enough crew to even do that with? I have no idea. So, how do they handle it? How's the in-game stuff handled? Meaning in the stadium. In stadium stuff, I should say. How uh, does Bill handle it? And then you have this. Interesting tweet from Charlie Weiss. I just saw uh, Andy Hart retweet this. It was from yesterday. He says, uh, as all NFL fans prepare uh, prepare for the final regular season games this weekend, one glaring thing stands alone in NFL history. That is the possibility that Bill Belichick may be coaching his final game as the Patriots HFC. Head football coach? The GOAT, he says. Head effing coach. Yes. (laughs) Hopefully not. Pats fans should show love just in case. And so I am curious how that all plays out. How much snow are we supposed to get, by the way? Oh, I've seen so, mixed reports. Yeah. I, I've seen for Boston a lot of between three and six inches. Okay, good. I, I there, there should be snow for but this I, game. But I think it's just going to be kind of like a, a Sunday afternoon wet snow is what they're predicting Okay, right but like now. snow in the Jets, that is like a, a, that is a good send-off for Bill. I wouldn't hold your breath for that band of area, though. Because I'm mean? talking about that was that's the I look I'm no meteorologist I'm not Chris Curtis that was the predictions for Boston I think the ones for Foxborough are a little different okay. Foxborough four to eight inches oh hey like, I was gonna say shouldn't they get more I was just gonna say that that's forty eight percent further away from further away from the ocean they should get more mm. so look snow in the Jets uh, obviously the the way to send off Bill would be carrying him off the field after a Super Bowl not gonna happen. So, Snow in the Jets, somewhat poetic ending, uh, if it happens there. Uh, but that was Charlie Weiss. Uh, Ken also sent us this. And I, I don't know if this is something the Patriots traditionally do. I don't, I don't remember this often. Uh, it is their Thank You Fans game. They do refer to it as their annual Thank You Fans game. And this was sent out to season ticket holders? Yes. The Please Renew game. Thank you for your support at Gillette Stadium all year long. We look forward to celebrating our fans this Sunday at our annual Thank you, fans game, with on-field celebrations and various giveaways throughout the day. Uh, You can grab a complimentary cup of hot cocoa while supplies last, and you have a chance to win one of a number of prizes in the Thank You Fans Warning Zone. Warming Zone. Anel Plaza. Is that what I said? Warming, I'm sorry. I can't even, <laughs> I can't even read. Warning zone. I was like, what is the warning zone? <laughs> warning. Bill Belichick about to get fired. Warning. 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 Um, Here comes Fitzy for a belly bump. <laughs> so... 
They probably always do some kind of send off at the end, but like what what does that entail anything specific to Bill is what I would be curious about. And maybe they are, Arkan, to your point, rolling out the red carpet a little bit more, begging for, you know, renewals based on how this year has gone. Yeah, really. I mean, this is, you know, the second straight year of this. And it's not just that, like, it, season tickets are a big investment. And when Brady was here, it was just an obvious renew. We keep renewing, renewing, renewing. And I don't have season tickets, but, I mean, I know people who did, and it was never any question. Now, you know, you look at this investment and think, is this really worth it? Like, where's this team going? Do I want to Do I want to keep uh, keep up with this? Please, these- God. You know, if I because not everybody who has season tickets goes to every game. Sometimes they Correct. have to, you know, move on. And are they? Am I going to get my money back here? You know, whoever has tickets for this game, they didn't buy them for thirty dollars. So you know, like that's that's the way it is. That that could be a real problem. I'm yeah. excited to see the lighthouse in the snow. It's going to be so majestic with the video board. You're they should excited have, this. No, year? no, no, they should. Yeah. Have, they should have Bill ring the bell before the game. Wouldn't that signal everything? Bill is the keeper of the light. Mm-hmm. Is that what? Is that what he's called? The keeper of the light. I think so. Bill? I haven't really kept up with that, to be honest. Bill should be the keeper of the light. Last time I saw it was Bon Jovi when Taylor Swift was there, right? Yeah, it was supposed to be Taylor Swift. We well, thought. Well, she wasn't going to do that. How's he going to get down in time for kickoff is the problem. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Maybe De- he can coach from up there. Delay kickoff a little like, bit, Bill. Uh, like Paterno at the end, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Way up. <in> the- <laughs> no one's near him. Sure, but he can coach, <laughs> yeah, coach from the booth. <laughs> I, under- I understand where you were going with <laughs> that, I think. Uh, so anyway, we've been talking all day about Callahan and, yeah, what I meant by that. and Kide. <laughs> In the Boston Herald, their final section was called Winter is Coming, which ties in with the snow here this weekend. Um, and there are a few details that speak to the, the mass dysfunction. And we read earlier in the hour, maybe late last hour, about, well, Adrian Clem is pointing his finger at Matt Groh, and Matt Groh and the front office are pointing their finger at the coaching staff, specifically the O-line and wide receivers. So infighting between the front office and coaches. You also had players and coaches and players and players fighting, uh, arguing anyway. After allowing troubled corners Jack Jones and J.C. Jackson to play against Washington on November 5th, a day they a day that they missed curfew at the team hotel, a day after, rather, Belichick left Jackson on the Patriots' trip to Germany. But in Frankfurt, according to a team source, Jones blew up on position coach Mike Pellegrino at halftime for not starting. Now, again, if you remember that, the defense played very well that day. For all the bitching and complaining he may want to do, you just got disciplined for not showing up or at least being late to curfew. You have also had myriad incidents going back to your days in college, not the least of which was bringing loaded guns to Logan Airport. Yes, that's very recent. It's a guy on thin ice. And at halftime, he's screaming at Mike Pellegrino. Belichick cut Jones a day later. I like this one, too. In December, ahead of the team's road finale, Belichick ruled out starting left tackle Trent Brown as a healthy scratch. Brown had dealt with, and I'll put these in quotes, knee and ankle injuries in late October and has his mind on free agency. After a surprising upset at Pittsburgh, Brown openly discussed plans to play for an NFC team in the locker room. So again, just picture that. They just won for the first time in forever on national TV. Bailey's happy. Good vibes all around. And Trent Brown comes in. Everybody's like high-fiving each other. They're like, yeah, we did it. Win one for Bill. And Trent Brown comes in and starts talking about how he wants to sign with a team in the NFC. <laughs> it's just so awful. Unbelievable. It's such a bad Matthew Slater's move. doing his oh yeah thing. Yeah. And Trent Brown's like, I'm going to the night. Yeah, he's like, I'll, <laughs> I'll see you when I sign in the NFC, guys. Are, are they on the schedule next year? I have no idea. But, like, seriously, they hadn't won since they beat the Bills. And it's the first time Bailey Zappi had won as a starter this year. Such a jerk move. And right before that game, there was talk about whether or not Bill could save his job, and they win one in Pittsburgh on a short week on national TV. And he's like, yeah, I can't wait to leave. (laughs) Perfect. What a team. 
Uh, if you haven't read that yet, check it out in the Boston Herald. We talked to Andrew Callahan at 4.30. If you missed any of that, Odyssey app, you can use the Rewind feature to hear the full interview there. Uh, meantime, it's time for Megsplaining. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you. I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for... Now I let you know! Meg-splaining. Meg-splaining. Something terrible happened in the bathroom of a Duncan in Florida. No. And you think about bad things that could happen in a Duncan bathroom in Florida. Wherever your mind is going, this may be worse. How, uh, I, I'm surprised uh, there are, I feel like most uh, establishments I go into, Duncan, Starbucks, maybe this is a city thing compared to outside, but uh, typically locked doors. Typically you need like a coat or something like that to get For into For Starbucks? Starbucks yeah. is like the free bathroom capital of uh, maybe so maybe I maybe I'm speaking country. out of turn but definitely I could definitely think of a Dunkin's that I go to where you need a key code to go into that restaurant. I can believe it with Dunkin but Starbucks was in a lawsuit a couple years ago and now they basically have to make all of their bathrooms accessible to the public. Fair. So scrap Starbucks then. This is a Dunkin's we're talking about but open can bathrooms. Can you tell I used to be a reporter yeah. who went out in the <laughs> I, field. I guess news news to me. Needed to access on the toilet public beat. bathrooms. So maybe I have yes. a, maybe I have a solution for you Dunks. If I was on the Lock toilet the beat if I was on the toilet beat this would be the biggest story of my career. Uh, blown, blown wide open is what this <laughs> would be. be your Watergate. So, <laughs> Paul Kerouac is seeking more than $100,000 in a lawsuit filed Wednesday in state court in Orlando, Florida, claiming he suffered, quote, severe and long-term injuries following the explosion of a toilet in the men's room of a Duncan location. In Winter Park, Florida, a year ago. Oh, that's where I th- Winter Park is. Is that outside Orlando? No. I think they, Winter- well, it's Orlando Court. I was going to say, so I, I think, I think, so. I think Orla- isn't that where Doc used to live? Keep going. So after the explosion left Kerouac covered in human feces, urine, and debris, Ugh. he walked out of the men's room seeking help from workers and the store manager, according to the lawsuit. An employee told him that they were aware of the, quote, problem with the toilet since there had been previous incidents, the lawsuit (laughs) says, without diving into further details about the explosion. When contacted Thursday by email for more details about Kerouac's injuries, his attorney said he was tied up, couldn't answer the questions until the following day. Company did not immediately respond to an email uh, seeking comment. But this led me down a rabbit hole where I'm like, okay, the toilet exploded on him. Covered him in human feces and yep. urine, which sounds, I he, he Traumatizing. has to be, oh my God. Yeah. Yes. Like, I'm not even kidding when I say if something like that happened to me, I feel like I would develop a trauma response to toilets. Probably. Why is your toilet exploding? Yeah. So I Googled toilets exploding because, you know, I'm on my work computer uh-huh. and I found this video from a YouTube channel called House to home. And Ryan, why don't you play this little introduction from them? The last thing you want to think about when you're in the bathroom is what could go wrong. But with 2.3 million North American toilets recalled due to risk of explosion in a single year, your toilet might not be as safe as you think. Some toilets use a high pressure system to pump water. In some instances, air can seep into the tank and become compressed. And if that pressure becomes too high and can't escape, the next time you flush, the toilet explodes. No! <laughs> two million toilets. Okay, that's not that doesn't mean two million toilets explode. That no, means but they, they, get, have, they get recalled because they 
they're ticking time bombs. Man. That, you, I didn't know this was something I had to be afraid of. But with 2.3 million North American toilets recalled due to risk of explosion in a single year. Okay. That sounds like a lot, but there's how, like 400 million people in I the country? Looked at, I how looked many at, toilets I, are there in I North see, America? I see 332. In old endgame, that and would be the question. That's the population. How many how many? Yeah, to- but then there's public restaurants. There's well, all no, sorts of other How many toilets, toilets per capita? I don't know. How I don't many know. toilets per person? Yeah, right. Yeah. Good question. Three people in my house, two toilets. If you're a toilet expert, if you've ever dealt with Russian an exploding toilet, toilet <laughs> please call in 617-779-7937. What a terrifying experience. Yeah. Next time you flush, the toilet explodes. How do you get a toilet recall? I get I get like I get like what was my first thought. I get texts all the time like from my dealership where they're like, Oh, you might have a recall on right. this vehicle or something that like wrong with the airbag or something. How do, who calls do you, you ever at, follow through with that? Rarely. How do you ever how do you ever get how do you ever get a call about a toilet? Who calls you about a toilet? Probably like the... the do have to, do you, does it just like put out there when they're like, oh, there's... Yeah, you might get Listeria by buying like this food. This like, for, right. like And you got to like look up the model of your toilet on your own. They're like... Crap, if your toilet is making a ticking sound... <laughs> toilets <laughs> make... Explodes. Wait, okay. Toilets make all sorts of noises. All kinds of sounds. Like, I don't know if my toilet would make be making a sound just because uh, I live in an old building or if the toilet's like trying to send me a message like... Like right. letting me know that it's about to blow. Well, maybe 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 there's like a place. The Twenty four countdown. No, clock. it's like fine. It's like fine mass money. You plug in. You plug in your toilet model, and you go look, and you're like, wait a minute, I do have a recall on my toilet. Well, I would think maybe some of the at least some of the big box stores that you may, yeah, that's would a good, buy that's a, good a toilet idea. from would say like, hey, we have a recall, just so you know. But that's putting a lot of faith in that. Yeah, I I don't know about this. So let me tell you, I think I think and that that's wild that that many toilets are exploding all over the place potentially, but. If a toilet exploded all over me in a public restroom, I am suing for much more than $100,000. Oh, yeah. $100,000? What is this person That crazy? almost makes me think he's lying. No, exactly. Yeah. Like, that, like, I don't... How is he lying? He walked out into the restaurant covered in yeah, but, feces. Okay, Maybe but... he covered himself in feces. Thank he you. He was trying oh. to get a quick buck off Dunkin' Thank you, Donuts. Ma- thank you, Mago. if he really blew up, if a toilet with foreign poo blew up on you <laughs> in Dunkin' Donuts... Foreign poo. I mean, come on. Like, that's uh, millions and millions of dollars. Hundreds of millions of dollars, yeah, right. I would be asking Right, for. it's not... You're not at some mom and pop shop. You're yeah. a Dunkin'. Well, especially if which right is probably franchised. I get that, but like you're at a Dunkin's, let explode. I would sue for way more than hundred thousand dollars. If he has a witness Pro- in the guilty, Duncan, guilty. I'm with you, Arkan. Guilty. If he has a witness in the Duncan who works there, who in says the stall with him? we had past incidents with the toilet, like that. Also, I need more information on that. How many times inside, the toilet explode? Inside job. There's somebody inside on this deal. What is happening with the toilet where they're like, well, that's just a mild explosion. Okay, answer There's my question, really though. To do with Wouldn't it. you sue for more than 100000 Oh, absolutely. Okay, so why is this person oh only God, suing for like $100,000? I don't know how, my, I don't know how much I guilty. could realistically sue for. Like guilty. a million. Guilty. The Maybe toilet like, explodes. There's like a sign in the bathroom, like for, you know, there's like the, the uh, Heimlich maneuver sign. <laughs> they're like, if the toilet explodes, you're only entitled to 100000 I see it more like at SeaWorld, where like if you're standing in this part of the bathroom, this is the splash zone. So you want to you know, back oh. up and bring your poncho. Yeah. Now now I want to see this. Brian's in the truck. Go ahead, Brian. Blue Man Group. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Hi, Brian. Hey, Brian. <laughs> yes, they do explode. I've seen many of them. Many You've seen many toilets explode? What does that mean? Oh what, yeah. What's your line? Yeah, of, what's your line right of work, hands. Brian? I'm a plumber. Okay, so that makes sense. So you, but you, you so you, you, you see this, you see this typically. Uh, you do see those tanks explode. I've had them just spray water out the back when somebody flushes it, and you know we get calls for that. Sure. They just 
crack on the bottom of the tank. So let me ask you, how do yeah, I know sure. how do I know, Brian, if my if I have a recall on my toilet? How do I know? Uh you'd go to the manufacturer website. So this is, um, so this but is you it. probably don't have a pressure you'd have to have a pressure assist toilet because those are the only ones that are gonna really explode. Okay. You'd be pressure, surprised with Joe's. Yeah. 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 Pressure okay. assist well, toilets. Well, well Brian well Brian, thank you for your uh, your insight, your intel. Um He's like, Yeah, it happens all the time. Wasn't exactly reassuring. Do I have a pressure assist toilet? I have no idea. I just looked up pressure assist toilet, and I definitely don't have one of these. Why? These are like futuristic looking toilets. <laughs> ah. Why did Duncan have one? I don't know. For a hundred thousand dollars, could you name the manufacturer of your toilet? Because I know I cannot. Not. Absolutely. No. And not. I know I don't want to like go rooting around and trying to figure it out either. I think okay. mine's a Toto. T O T I. I think that's what it is. Arkan, I just googled pressure assisted toilet, and they look like normal toilets. American. Standard is that a toilet? I just googled pressure assisted toilet. American and Standard. It looks you can't very, even. I think I have your deodorant, but you're gonna have I, your your, your I just toilet. Said, I think I, I just searched. It. I think I have an American Standard. I think that's the right. The toilet explodes. <laughs> I spend much more time looking at my toilet than I do putting on my deodorant. This is a fair point. I'm in, my, I'm, in, I'm in there many, many times per day. What makes it explode again? I, I, the pressure in the tank. It's just the pressure. That's it? Yeah. A little bit of air. The gets last better. thing you want to think about when you're in the bathroom is what Some, could go wrong. These weird YouTubers but with 2.3 million North toilets. American toilets recalled due to risk of explosion in a single year, your toilet might not be as safe as you think. So menacing. Some toilets use a high pressure system to pump water. Yeah. In some instances, okay, air can seep. Uh, so is it a, is that a high pressure toilet? If you when you flush, it goes like. Choom. Oh, is it one of those? You know, like, like, you know what I'm like talking in, about. In yeah. The air, yeah, the plane. Exactly. Yeah. Is it one of those? That high, that's high pressure. Yeah. Is it a high pressure toilet if it can feel Trent Brown walking towards <laughs> it? <laughs> I'd be under a lot of pressure. Oh, no, this guy again. <laughs> well, the uh, reason why I asked me, yeah. hang on, I want to go to Dale. He has okay. a toilet exploding story. Go ahead, Dale. Hi, guys. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Yeah, we got you. All right, here we go. Uh, if you have a toilet, like, let's say, in your basement, and uh, you don't use it for a long time, ah. the water in the bowl will evaporate. And I had to smell once. And I couldn't figure out it was gas, so we called the fire department and because there was no water to keep the methane gas smell from coming in from the source. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's what did it. And I asked the fire department, could that be dangerous? And they said, if you went away, because you wouldn't smell it, of course, like say a month or so, it could build up and it could explode. Ah, high class, high class problems. Well, I don't think that's what was going on in Dunkin' Donuts. No, but I didn't know that toilets were these ticking time bombs in our homes. Yeah, well, if you have uh, if you have a toilet in your basement that you leave for a month or so, <laughs> I had to smell once. Yeah, I didn't know where he was going with that either. But I all I great know. stories start with I had to smell once. <laughs> really, go on, tell me more. I like these. Charles oh is in Portland, God. Maine. Go ahead, Charles. Hey, uh, so I'm a I'm a plumber up here. I've been doing this over over 25 years. Uh-huh. I've never seen the to- I've never seen a toilet blow up. I've seen what you know. These pressure assist toilets have lots of pressure, but nothing. Blo- I mean, if that toilet blew up, there'd be shards of porcelain everywhere. So there'd be water pouring Arcan, out everywhere. Arkan, he's with you. That's kind of what I think. Fake story. This is a fake story from this so guy seeking only a hundred k in human feces for hundred thousand dollars. Paraded out to yep. Duncan and you said it. your Was toilet it confirmed exploded. Human feces? Like, did anyone confirm that? That's what the, the did reporting anyone says. Test and make sure it wasn't just, it's in a just smear a payday on himself or something. Yeah, <laughs> or a Snickers or whatever. I don't know. There's like, little <laughs> bits of plastic credit cards and wolf hair in there. That could <laughs> that's that could be anybody's wolf hair. It's inconclusive. So I got to tell you, I think Arkan. I think we should go down and like. Uh, intervene in this case. Yeah. Like, I let's, think we got to be... Let's find the truth. Yeah. Yeah. L- let's get to the 
No pun intended. The bottom of this, I want to. I want to see what's going on with this story because I, I would had argue. to smell once. I smell a rat. Among other things, I, I I smell a rat in this story. I don't buy it. Interview the toilet doesn't pass the sniff test. Uh, all right, I'm on Duncan. I'm on Duncan's side on this one. Is what I am. Uh, that's, and that's that's the explaining <laughs> idea that our kid and I both yes independently well, decided well, on. I, I think it was a great choice. If we're being honest, good job, both of you. Uh, that's Meg explaining each and every day at this time. One, I two, had three, exploding toilet. <laughs> I had this smell once. Uh, all right, let's get into uh, bet roulette. The toilet exploded. Picks for tonight. I think we had another exploding toilet. Another this, exploding toilet of a night. Let's get to that next. You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A U D A C Y. Say W E I is a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now, more of Jones and Mego on W E E I. With all the speculation surrounding Bill Belichick's job security, does that give you any extra motivation to play hard for him and go out on a high note? Yeah, I mean, like LG said, um, I don't really feed into the whole speculation. It's, you know, just another game for us. We're preparing like it's, you know, just another game. Um, you know, it just so happens to be the last game of the year, so uh, it's kind of getting more attention, I guess. But, you know, we're preparing like we usually do and just getting ready for the Jets. This is the end. Beautiful it's Bailey Zappi earlier today. Uh, batting away, any questions about Bill Belichick and his future in New England as the Patriots largely have. I, I got to be honest, if if they are done, I don't like the approach. Like, Robert Kraft should let Bill know. Bill should let the players know. It should be out there and open that this is potentially the guy's last game. Like, that is how they should go about it. That's not how they're going about it, but that is how they should go about it. If they know, they should do it that way. I don't see a downside to it. It feels like they know, right? They I mean, just don't want it. They just haven't had the meeting yet. I, I feel, look, I, I just feel like they haven't definitively told him, but of course they know. They know what they're going to do in the meeting. I, I, I refuse to believe that Bill's going to win them over in that meeting. If so, they're even softer than I thought down there. And they were soft enough to bring Bill back after last year. But if they're really trying to trade Bill, don't they have to kind of keep that charade going a little bit? Don't they have to sort of make it seem like they're considering bringing him back? Maybe. I mean, if you're if you're trading Bill, shouldn't you have an idea of what you can get by now? Yes. I don't know. Maybe there's a wink and a nod agreement of what they're going to deal. So you well, now let... we're hearing there's all these teams in the NFC South that want him. Yeah, that want him on the maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I just... I wonder if that's creating leverage from Bill's side or whatever. Maybe it really is a trade. I have no idea. I guess you can keep the charade going and trade him for, but you yourself, Arkan, don't think you can get much for him. I don't. So what's the point? If you're I'm talking some, from the Crafts perspective. I know, but, but if you're holding out for some sixth-round pick or something like that, who cares? Just like, Certainly send, not me. <laughs> send the guy off the right way would be my my uh, way of viewing it. Uh, but you can jump in on this. I know Keith and Andy Hart have more. Coming up at 6 o'clock, 617-779-7937. That's your phone number to jump in. Uh, another poor night in Bet Roulette. The toilet explodes. <laughs> is basically the uh, the approximation of what that was last night. You're not wrong, Ryan. Let's get into some more picks for tonight right now in Bet Roulette. All right, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either have the money and the hammer, or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. You don't f*** around in this place. You got it? Boop, boop. That's it. Gambling. Bet Roulette brought to you by Cars for Kids, the easy way to donate your car. Donate today. Your car will be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com. That's the number four. Or 877-CARS-4-KIDS. Cars with a K. John Sewer and Drain Cleaning should be sponsoring this. <laughs> After the Meg Splint. No, they should sponsor Meg Splint yeah. is what they should do. You don't want your toilet to explode. Nope. Go nope. to the experts. Yeah. Make sure you're, uh, you know, there's no recall on your toilet. Uh, so I know I, I whiffed. 
on the Providence game last night. I had Providence winning. They lost straight up to Seton Hall. Mego, you you got the Jazz game wrong. I thought for some reason you I had that right. Very close. It was eight and a half, and they only they, they won in overtime by six. six yeah. Ooh, well, that's not really that close. OT with the Pistons. It was very close. And uh, Arkan, you had what? I had Milwaukee beating uh, oh, the yeah. Pacers they, by they, whatever, and they got beat. They by lost 12 straight up. Or thirteen. Yeah. Woof. And I saw, you know, Giannis was doing another thing that bothered me after the game. He's, like, talking about, you know, oh, well, you're, you're thinking about this, you're thinking about that. He's, like, cracking jokes after they lose again yeah. to the Pacers over and over again. So, like, it's I like don't when know. you're getting freaky with your wife. Yeah, it's that, like, exactly, that line. Yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. Giannis. Yeah, Giannis. <laughs> maybe, you know. Thinking about Tyrese Halliburton while thinking you're about getting freaky with Stealing him. the game ball from the other team. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, very weird. In more ways than one. Uh, so, Mega, why don't, you, uh, why don't you roll for us? Get us started here tonight. Get us back on the right path. I got a one. Mego rolls a one, and that is the Penguins, who are uh, visiting the Bruins tonight. John Henry's Penguins. And uh, the Bruins are favored by a goal and a half. What do you think there, Mego? Goal and a half. Is Patra back yet? From you know Canada? what? I don't know. I know he's. I thought I read the other day. Back in town, w- but yeah. I don't know if he's uh, going to play. Yeah. going into the lineup is what I thought I read the other day, but don't hold me to that. Set a point and a half. Uh, yeah, goal and a half. That's goal what every half. every hockey line is, basically. Yeah. Okay, I'll roll with the Bruins. Ooh, Why not? They're back nice. into their winning ways after that little December dip. I don't know if Patra's back or not, but Swayman in tonight? Swayman, I believe, is the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Omar yeah. let's, let's, played the last game. Let's see Swayman, you know, prove why he should be the one and only true starter. So, you think John Henry's there tonight? Maybe. Probably not. Yeah, Probably I back would, from I would also he's going to go to a Pittsburgh game, he's going to go to it in Pittsburgh. He's I not going to go here when they've not. missed out on Yamamoto and Shohei. I got to keep an eye on my high-pressure toilet. <laughs> I heard the exploding again. <laughs> All right. Jones's roll is a also a one. Uh, so let's go ahead and roll that one again. As uh, Mega already got the Penguins and the Bruins. We do have a couple other Penguins and Bruins questions. Uh, like this one here, which is a two. And that is... Will David Pasternak score a goal? Uh, Yeah, obviously he will. I'll take Pasternak to score a goal. He's plus 105, by the way, in the uh, the books. And I got a little plus money on it. Love it. Plus 105, David Pasternak scores. I was thinking about betting David Pasternak first goal tonight. Is something I was thinking about doing. I was already considering that. Uh, but that's that's a little uh, you know a little extracurricular if you want to uh, shop around and get some better odds. Plus 105, Pasternak. I say yes, definitely, and I agree with Mego Bruins win. All right, here's my roll. Oh, oh that was shooting a bad at the hoop, shot. Shooting at the hoop for the first time because that tree's finally out of here. That's we true. Have, we have some more some more runway. I and took I, mine down yesterday. I'm keeping mine up till my birthday. Yeah. I rolled a six, and that is the James Madison Dukes, who are five and a half point favorites on the road against the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. The Dukes uh, are ranked 19th. Louisiana, I'm not even sure what their is it, record is. Isn't JMU undefeated? But I am going to go with JMU. Yeah, uh, they are, I think, undefeated. If not, maybe they lost one game, but they are off to a hot start. And I know they're on the road, but uh, I believe in the Dukes. So give me James Madison minus five and a half on the road. Okay. Arkan's taking the Dukes. I got Pasternak scoring a goal. Mego has the Bruins on the puck line uh, by a goal and a half. That is plus 609 if you want to follow along tonight. Nice. Did you guys both just sit? Mego, you just took your tree down yesterday? Yeah. That's not so late. It's pretty late. I'm waiting another week. Oh, my God. I put it down January 3rd. That is a totally rational thing to take I'd down. keep it up till Valentine's Day this, if it was up to me. But this is what doesn't make sense. You had the whole break, and then you went back to work, and then you took it down? I was also out of town a lot, so. Yeah, but you were back in town for work. Wouldn't you want to take it down when you before you had to deal with work and everything during the week? I wasn't here then. I was in Maine. I went to Maryland, and then I came back for a night. What was our first day back to work, our kid? Tuesday. And then I, the was, second. I was prepping to get Thank back. You. I wasn't going to do it on New Year's Day because I was hungover. 
And then I was prepping for our return to the airwaves. It's snowing this weekend. I want my the lights still on. <laughs> I'm outraged by both of you. I got to be honest. I heard Keith and Fitzy talking about this a little bit last night. Uh, maybe they'll have more tonight. It's Keith and Hart. You can dial them up. 617-779-7937. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 on WEI. That's you the pumpkin market. I don't know me. this song. And the card inside would say thank you for <laughs> being a friend. So Drake May's a Southern guy. He may be. He uh, may that's, be a, that's true. A you got your last one from yeah. uh, Mammer. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my Instagram <laughs> algorithm. <right? laughs> Bunch of big mirrors. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.